What's up? Welcome out. Golden yo, Boys yo, yo. Podcast, episode 10, I believe. Who freaking knows? Um, we got special guests in the house. Blake Bear, Peter Hainsworth. What's up, man? That is the name, right? It is, yeah. I want to make sure. Super good it. friend, Hainsworth. Hainsworth, you sure? About no, no, no. I just, I didn't, I didn't double check it before you got here. It's okay. But I, but I thought I remembered. I saw the but I didn't want to come in with like ultra confidence and be wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I would have liked that. You know, uh, Peter Hemsworth uh, hanging out with go. us today. Yeah, <clears throat> Hemsworth. Yeah, got the wrong accent. Yeah, well, you know that is Australia is my favorite accent. So if you had it, okay, I think North Dakota might be mine. <laughs> North Dakota. No, it's terrible. Straight face. <laughs> oh. Well, we got a we got these guys here. They have a podcast called the Ridgeline Leadership Podcast. Talking all about being good leaders, yeah. creating great culture in your company. Um, we recommend it. Go check them out. They've got uh, just started doing video recently. Yep. Doing Did. some video podcasts. Yep. Um, Following the Golden Boys. <clears throat> yeah. Visuals good. You know, it looks great. Yeah. Um, we uh, we had Blake on last episode and we were chatting about um, some of the stuff that you had written down in your book. Apparently, I had. You, you wrote know, it. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I wrote it. Apparently, you <laughs> ghost wrote my book, which yeah. was great. That's awesome. So. Uh, but yeah, we we touched on some things in there. We touched on a few things about um, tough decisions, hard conversations, stuff like that. And uh, that all came about because, <clears throat> excuse me, that all came about because uh, Jonathan actually watched a podcast that you guys did on that. Yeah. And uh, it really came at the perfect time. Um, we were dealing with some stuff in the company. If you want to know the details, watch the last episode. There you go. Because uh, you're not going to get it here. Because um, this is about a different topic. Yes. Continuing the conversation, yeah. some might say. I like it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, let's... Uh, so you guys talked about it first on yours. That was episode one. And then we did episode 1.5. 1.5. For ours. And then we got to get the semantics right here. So yeah. Yeah. 1.75. 1.75 starting now. Okay. Um, let's dive in. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Really, uh, so there's no outline. There's no nothing. We're not going off of anything here. So Peter doesn't even know what we're talking about. Uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to thank thank Peter uh, because no joke. It's everybody knows it's that time of day. It's that season in life that you're going through something, and you're like, oh man, you know, I'm gonna watch a movie because I need to watch a movie. And literally, there's a stupid line in the movie that like is impactful or hits you or yep. just speaks to you or, <clears throat> excuse me, um, or nowadays a podcast. Uh, you know, just something that you listen. You just trying to zone out and just. And what I was sitting on my couch and I was like, oh shoot, they got video now because I am a visual guy. Like I need yep. to see a, even listen to a visual podcast and even if I'm not watching it. But I was like, my boys are talking about something good. Oh wait, the title, how to make hard decisions. All right, son of a, <laughs> they're probably, they're probably going to say something I need to hear. So I'm going to click on that. And it was, it was only like 20 or 30 minutes, pretty short. And I was like. Go listen to it, and no joke, I was telling Blake, it was like, you guys were reading my freaking mail. It was like, wow. each each topic, every single one that you touched on, it like, boom, it was just a punch in the face, in the heart, and I was like, man, I, I that's exactly what I needed in that moment, 
Um, and it's just hard, you know, it's just business. Business is freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Making decisions that affects people's lives. Mm-hmm. It's like the hardest freaking thing in the world. And, but no joke, after I listened to that podcast, it like, it was, I think I listened to it on a Friday and guess what I did? Or no, it was a Thursday. And I was like, I'm going to talk to the guys tomorrow. Oh, wow. I didn't, <laughs> but I talked to him on Monday You did on Monday, okay, because cool. I set a date. I yeah. set a timeline. I was like, okay, I put it into play. That's when we're going to have this hard talk. Yeah. That's when I'm going to do it. I, it helped. Um, and it helped lower that huge monster that I was creating. And we had the conversation and one of the things that like, uh, I wanted to talk about that we kind of talked touched on last time, but isn't it crazy when there's a situation that it's so hard to talk about, so hard to bring up, and then you do it, and what actually happens is you create so many different solutions mm-hmm. to problems you didn't even realize you had, not even the problem that you need to talk about. And that's exactly what happened. Like, like it exposed other it ex- other issues. Yeah, it exposed other issues that we just didn't even realize we were struggling in, and we made immediate decisions to like, nope, this is how we're doing this. This is how we're doing this. Right. And literally, it like brought relief in areas where I was like, oh, wow, I didn't yeah. even know that was going on. Yeah, and so. Man, it was just, it was so good. And so as soon as, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yep, contacting Blake. I'm going to see if Blake and Peter can jump on our podcast just to share, share that because you guys have so much good insight um, on that. Um, you know what's kind of interesting here about when you, we, we kind of hit on this just a little. Like I feel like this is maybe that transition into the deeper topic. But what we talked about, what you what happened for you when you finally did deal with it mm. was clarity, creativity, new solutions. What happens though in our brains before we do that and when we're not making the hard decisions is you you talked about that monster. Monsters yeah. only grow with time. Yeah. And the more time you put into it, our brains think I'm going to come up with more solutions. Yeah. I'm going to have all the solutions in the world before I deal with this problem. Yeah. And the monster got bigger than all your solutions because you didn't come up with solutions. You came up with avoidance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you got to the monster, you, you were ready to fight and you had like a limp sword. <laughs> and well, I know that's, that's probably not the thing. You got a limp sword and you're fighting a monster 10 times your size. Yeah. So no, tr- it's, it's, true. it's just like, I think that is is really where the focus has got to change to is how do we not allow the monster to become that big? Yeah. The interesting thing I think about like the, cause we didn't talk about this last time, the, the, the monster analogy. And, and that's interesting to me because I think like, if you look at like, all right, let's say like little children, you know, whenever you're a kid, um, I know when I was a kid, I had some specific things I had to do to ensure that the monsters under my bed and in my For closet sure. wouldn't get me. Right. And so like, as long as the closet door was closed, they couldn't escape and get out. As long as I had my feet yep. up Under, and my blanket tucked. That's right. They can't get in. Yep. Do you still barrier. do that? Still. To I this still day. do it today. Can't, awesome. can't not do it. Because uh, they can't get you. It's a scientific fact. Uh, Our bedroom fight. right now is like so freaking hot. And Lindsay's like, just take the blanket off you. And I'm can't. like, honey, I didn't ask you. You don't understand what I'm going. This, it's just something I've been doing. <clears throat> 
She's like, like, what is it? And I'm like, don't. I can't get into it right now. It's it's just deep, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, no, but it's, once uh, once this posts, I'm gonna go ahead and text her the link for it so she knows. You bitch. <laughs> How dare you? Also, so his wife can get a lovely view. Yes. <laughs> just in case you haven't. seen I'm just this, really honey. comfortable in your podcast right. now. Hey, yeah, I love it's it. The second time on, he's really comfortable. I was I was nice and looking good, and yeah. I came from meeting, like, and I was like, I gotta. I'm all buttoned up just to compensate for you. I want to say <laughs> I want to say that. I shaved. But I just don't grow hair. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's all right. I, guess. I did trim up. Little on the neck. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's good. Good for you, man. <laughs> good for you. I hate you. Go ahead. So what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, so whenever we're children, I think back to those times. And it was like a lot of kids deal with the like being afraid of monsters thing, right? And, and it, a common thread that you see with most kids is what is the solution um, to being afraid of the monsters? What do you have to do? Do you guys know anybody? Turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Yeah. That's because that's, that removes the fear, yeah. right? Bring the Let's light. go. And, and then so it's like, you were talking about saying like, once I made a decision to actually step forward and like, mm. all right, now we're going to like have the talk. You brought that into the light. You brought clarity to it. There was no yeah. longer fear. The monster can't grow mm-hmm. whenever there's, whenever it's exposed, whenever it's out there, you know, they, yeah. there's a, um, you know, like with addiction or things like that, they always tell you like, you got to confide in somebody, you got to talk mm-hmm. about it. You have to, you have to open up about what's going on because as long as things are concealed inside, as long as things are buried inside of us, yeah, that's where, that's where stuff festers. Yeah. That's where stuff uh, grows in a very unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever we shed light on things like that, that junk can't grow. Yeah. yeah. What is yeah. it that, uh, the story of, uh, you can light a match in a very, very dark cave. There's going to be light and it's going to yeah. light that sucker up. It, yeah. And that, and that, you know, and if we're just using an analogy, your guys' podcast was that match. It, it was that start of lightening mm-hmm. it, lighten that load even of just like, man, okay, I got to talk to the guys. This is, I'm bearing too much of this weight on my own. Yeah. When I have a team that wants to help, yeah. it's not, you know, it's not, these work environments that we hear about and we see that it's just like, oh, I can't go to the boss because, you know, mm. you know, I don't want to upset him or this and that, or I can't go to my fellow worker because he's just not going to get it. It's like, no, they're in it with you. They under, they probably have the same thought, but yeah. now that you're coming to yeah. them, it's building a confidence in them to actually go to the leader mm-hmm. to have a, a conversation to bring uh, some relief and just resolution to stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah it was, it was huge uh, for us. Um, I haven't carried any of, of that stuff that like, I was, yeah, I was just throwing fuel on the fire of all the scenarios of what mm-hmm. it, you know, what it could have been. Imagination took over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, once you did bring it out in the light and once you had that conversation, you said earlier, there were other things that came out of it that you didn't realize were even a thing. But before that, before you get to that point, was the initial issue as big as you had made it in your mind? No, no, it really yeah. wasn't. It yeah. was... Again, I know we're going to be jumping back a little bit to our last podcast, but it, uh, the biggest thing that was, um, was brought to light is I had, you know, um, was just, I'm not my guys's provider. 
Mm-hmm. And that, that was the biggest thing because I was like, no, like when people ask me, it's like, yeah, so like how many employees you got nowadays or, you know, this and that. And I'm like, I always like, oh, I got like five families. Like hmm. I don't have to feed five families. I got to feed one. Like, yeah. And, uh, I'm doing a disservice to those guys because, you know, God ordained them to be the providers of their family to that's their role. And, but our ultimate role is to lean on the ultimate provider. Uh, you know, and so I was just dealing with this thing. I was like, no, like, you know, I got to make sure that they get a paycheck. It's like, no, I don't. (laughs) I just got to make sure I, I know I'm doing my job as the leader to, get new business and to create new opportunities and to, to add, you know, just to network and hopefully have some doors open up. So new business comes in, but if not, I need to have the conversation, which was hard of, Hey guys, like we all love what we do and we get the privilege of loving what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, it might not look like it's looked these years. Like it was, it was really hard for me to be like, Hey Jared, uh, Hey Corey. Um, Hey Jordan, I know I just took you from another job that like paid you every two weeks and it wasn't an issue. Uh, (laughs) but like, I'm going to need you all to get part-time jobs so you can go work those jobs to take care of your family. And then, Hey, then, other half of your day you're going to come in we're going to continue to do what we're doing mm-hmm. like that in my head was just no no that cannot happen but in reality we're going to have to get creative you know mm-hmm. uh, and you know ever since we had that talk you know things are still tight and money sucks like every business for the most part but like preach we're, f- yeah. we're figuring out. We've had some doors open up. We've had some things change drastically since we've had that conversation. And, yeah, um, yeah I'm just trying to do what I, I, I know to do best, and that's to be an entrepreneur and to, to meet and connect and, and really just help this thing keep on going. Yeah. I think, I think also one of the things through your guys' conversation that especially I picked up last time was the clarity that was brought about things actually had to do a lot with expectations of one another and Mm -hmm. expectations of roles and expectations of all these other things. Mm. And I mean, I heard this recently and it knocked me on my ass. Um, It said unclear expectations or premeditated resentments. And I was like, well, ain't that true shit? (laughs) Like that is just, it opened your eyes to know that if we are not clear about goals or clear about monsters or clear about all these things. And then the expectation as a team to get creative and figure out whose responsibility is what, and who's going to flank this side and come around here to take this monster on. We're going to have premeditated resentments. And I'm going to guess just because I've sat in your place, yeah. you get resentments are easy to come up frustrations and irritations and, and they don't know what I'm going through, yeah. which by the way is your fault too. Um, like they don't know what I'm fighting. Well, of course they don't because you haven't given a clear expectation you just want to be a punk ass bitch about it. (laughs) I just want to hold on to it. You know, I get it. I get it. But that's like, this is why we got to flesh this stuff out to talk and say, man, we, we can't have unclear expectations and unclear accountability with one another. We have to like the monster needs to get defeated by turning on the freaking line mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. on all areas. This podcast is sponsored by F and Inc. 
Why give a chunk of your hard-earned dollars to Ink Monopolies? Your income deserves to stay in your pockets. Not only does F and Ink cost less than the stat- standard, standard. 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 Plastol Ink, but it also works just as effectively, if not better. It's a low-cure ink, and it's short-bodied, creamy, make it extremely easy to work with. The 15 ready-to-use colors can be pulled straight from the bucket or used to make custom colors, since it also doubles as a mixing system, Jared. M- Did you know that? I, I actually didn't know it was a mixing system, but it's not all. Oh. f and Ink's got eight new specialty inks and additives. A printer's only limit is their creativity. Put your foot down. Take a stand. Against these plastic salt ink prices. So earlier we were talking about like ink monopolies and stuff and how they just kind of dictate the market and dictate prices and stuff like that. And here's the thing. F and Ink said, F that. And that's why you should try it out. And if you want to, head over to fn.ink to learn more about That's not fnink.com. That's fn.ink. That's where you want to go. Link will be in the description. Learn more. Go check that out. Try it out. There's, There's some people that are naturally more uh, able to have a confrontational interaction with somebody and like not avoid it as much. There's a large percent of the population that will avoid confrontation at any cost. Um, They typically marry each other, I found. (laughs) (laughs) Guess guess which one my wife is. Um, You know, like I've always just, my family, the way I was raised was just, my dad never let us avoid stuff. We had to deal with it immediately. Mm. Everybody sits down in the living room and we're going to talk it out. And I hated it. It was uncomfortable. I mean, that was my dad's worst punishment he ever did to me. Like, he never spanked. That's a good dad, man. That is a good one. Dude, I'm I'm telling you, like, I I, I never, I I remember, like, I got whipped as a kid. And I got punished. I had things taken away, grounded, and all that kind of stuff. The worst punishments I've ever experienced were the four-hour sit-down talks in the living room with my dad sitting there silently for half of it. Staring at you? Yes. Yeah. And I was just like, this is, hit me. Right. And then let me go. Yes. What are we doing? And he knew what he was doing. We're going to sit here in this uncomfortable place. Oh, and you're going to yeah. think about all of these things mm-hmm. until I'm ready to let you go somewhere else. Hmm. And it was a nightmare. But I'll yeah. tell you something else. Work like a dream. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, it made, I, dude, I hated that so much. And I remember making decisions and being like, I really don't want to have to... <laughs> Yeah. I think I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not going to go to this party and sneak out tonight because yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Later. I don't want to sit for well, four the, hours. The bottle up mentality, right? That's what we're yeah. talking about here is when the monster gets bigger, the more you shake up the two liter of soda. Exactly. And then you're like, finally, you can't. And then you just open it up and it gets everywhere. Yeah. Like that's our, our problem is we are not willing to deal with things until it's so much that we finally deal with it and then it's just destruction and that can happen a couple times mm. and it, it will it'll continue to happen yeah. but it needs to happen less because yeah. the, like a team if that is the only way you deal with things that team's going to dissolve quick yeah. you're not going to want to deal with that kind of stuff yeah. you said something in, that sparked a thought in my brain about comfort right you were in that uncomfortable place stand, sitting there having your dad stare at you right mm. and from a cereal bottler um, something I've done my life and I'm working on not doing that, right? Actively working on that. Um, you get comfortable with what you know. Yeah. And what I know is anxiety and stress yeah. and resentment and frustration. All those things become a part of 
me holding those in and not making decisions mm. actually feels better in my brain than just getting it out in the open yeah. mm. than just sitting down and saying, okay, guys, here's where it is. Here's where we stand. And then yeah. that actually yeah. relieves that pressure mm. because it become like, it became like a place of comfort for you yeah. Oh yeah, because it was, because it was known, it was normal. I knew exactly what was going on. I understood yeah. it from my perspective yeah. and I could handle it. And somebody could sit there and explain to you all the reasons of why it's the, it's the most unhealthy way to do it. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, but I know it. Right. I feel it though. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, able, I'm able to process through this. Yeah. Without having to like go outside of my comfort zone much. The devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because what's the scariest thing in, in the world for most people is just the unknown. unknown. Yeah. It's, it's fear is, I mean, that is fear in a, in a nutshell. Yeah, for it's sure. Like yeah. not being able to, you know, be aware of what's happening or no control. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that messes people up. Yeah. yeah. And the brain is crazy powerful. Yeah. And I think this is where, like, I, I see this for reasons of like, why do I do visualization? Why do I do those things? It's because your brain doesn't know the difference between actual and imaginative. Mm. Wake up in the middle of the night, sweating, because you had a bad dream. Why yeah. did your body respond that way? Because your brain actually doesn't know the difference there, yeah. which also is true when building monsters. Yeah. Is yeah. you're making this thing so much bigger and you're waking up or not actually going to sleep and just closing your eyes for a second, waking up yeah. and you're like, something's going to happen. It's just, this is the end yeah. of the world. Our yeah. brain's powerful and we need to separate that. And so my question is, how do you do that? Yeah. Like, how do you lean into tension more often on purpose? Well, you have to put yourself in that position intentionally sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like I, I think that it's, and, and not like not going out and seeking confrontation. Don't yeah. go punch the first guy you see, but like, Maybe. But I don't know. I no, don't know, man. No, I don't recommend violence. Yeah. I don't recommend uh, assault and battery. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. but I, do, I do recommend uh, if you are frustrated with somebody, have that conversation. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe it's not right away. Yeah. Maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to have to wait a few days to yeah. work this up. Yeah. But like me and my wife had to come up with a compromise because we fight very differently. Yeah. Very differently. Good point. And and we had and I, I dude, I tell new couples all the time whenever I, love, I, I whenever I meet it. new people, I'm like, hey man, you need to learn how to fight with your wife. Yeah. Like that's important. That's yeah. Learn how to fight. Like, what do you mean? You should try not to fight. It's like, no, that's inevitable. You're that going to fight. Dumb. Yeah. That's that is the, the dumbest thing well, I've ever t- heard. It is. It's a terrible strategy. <laughs> yeah. Your strategy is to not ever fight. You're a boxer. Yeah. Don't don't ever fight. It's stupid. No. But if you learn how to do it well, yeah. and you learn how to do it well with the person you're doing it with, yeah. it becomes more of a dance then, yeah. right? And you have to have a partner to do a dance properly. That's right. So me and my wife had to learn, like, I am very strong with words. I am very, uh, I, can, I can make you say sorry for something I did, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and for somebody wow. like her, who is the opposite, who is willing to just apologize to end the argument, it's a very yeah. dangerous and volatile yeah. combo. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to get to a place where I wasn't being a manipulative jerk yeah. <laughs> and twisting everything around. Yeah. And she had to get to a place where she actually expressed what her emotions were doing mm. and how she was really feeling about something mm. instead of just saying, no, I'm sorry, it's all fine. Yeah. So yeah. we were both at fault. Yeah. In different ways. And, 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 but we had to learn how to like, okay, I can't do this. You can't do that. And we need to find when I'm mad, maybe we need to take a little bit mm-hmm. because I know what I do and I get angry. So maybe let's just take a little bit, but let's also not wait three weeks. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's come in yeah. here. Let's set a time frame. And let's come in and say, okay, here we go. It's yeah. going to be uncomfortable for a little bit, but it's going to be really fun afterwards. That's right. Yeah. Well, we have, so if time grows the monster, 
then time should be the thing we fight, not the monster. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So one thing that Peter and I have done, come here, my, my work wife, um, (laughs) we, thank you, honey. You're welcome. We have set up a weekly or biweekly. It never goes more than two weeks because we become persnickety little bitches. (laughs) And what we do is call it a same page meeting and we get together and we just, Hey, what's going on? Where's your head? That's usually our first question with one another. Where's your head? Yeah. Are you pissed? Are you mad? I mean, we, we're getting really good at just like as a visionary and an integrator of the vision, like it's real easy for us to get off. And he's sure. like, I'm doing all these things. And right. I'm like, yeah, but you're going that way. And we're, we're supposed to be going this way. And he's like, why well, didn't, where, where was that conversation? And so yeah. instead of doing that, these same page meetings that we have are just, I mean, they, it is not suit and tie, sit down and no. get your bullet point and PowerPoint about yeah. how we're going to talk. It usually involves a cigar and bourbon yeah. and we're just, let's talk, let's talk. Yeah. Where, where do you want to see this go? Hey, I've been working on this the last few weeks. Is this what you're looking for? Um, what's most important now? What's, yeah. what is the win? What is, what's most important now? And it's, it's this, well, I've been working on this cause last time we talked, you said this and yeah. it's clarity, right? Yeah. And, and then I'm like, you're right. I need to step off. I'm sorry. I'm being a bad husband here. Um, <laughs> you go ahead and do your thing. And so it's, you have to, you have to have that stuff semi-scheduled and not, it doesn't have to be immaculate yeah. But if you're fighting time instead of the monster, yeah. right. this yeah. is how you do it. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, it keeps you from getting to that place where you feel that resentment or that frustration because you know you're going to have that conversation. <clears throat> and you know that that's going to be a time when both of you can be open and honest with each other and be able to move to that point where you're not just letting something grow and grow and grow. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I never thought about that like that of like, you know, because it's difficult to whenever you're upset um you're typically upset at the source or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's easy to like say like well don't be frustrated at the person be frustrated at the situation it's like yeah but the person pissed me off you know yeah (laughs) yeah those are just bible story type of responses (laughs) you know what i mean like they don't even play well yeah and that's fine (laughs) like you can have those you can say all those those catchphrase things and all that stuff that it's like okay but how do i practically apply this stuff like i want to be able to actually move forward and have progression and not just spin the wheels Mm -hmm. and so uh, you know but having that like an actual tangible visible thing of like okay i'm gonna fight time on this and make sure that that's my focus of getting in front of it getting ahead of it yeah Yeah. um versus me and my wife yeah we're frustrated at each other now but we've also agreed that we chose each other to be frustrated with, with the rest of our lives. Right. right. Like I choose you to do this with and be frustrated with you. Um, and so, but using time as that, as that focus point, Mm -hmm. I guess of like, okay, well let's get ahead of that. So it's not way worse in a month. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. just, don't ever say anything. <laughs> Please share with them, and I promise I'm not pointing out your flaws. Just the how you describe to me. I'm not even let you finish that. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second, who do you think you are? No, Continue. It brings so no, Toby. I, I love when you tell the story of how you say. Uh, so I'm like, uh, how is okay? It? Yeah, I already know what you're saying. All right. <laughs> oh, so this is my that quick. Yeah, I do. All right. So I, and I've. <laughs> So I've used this analogy a lot because this is what my dad explained our personalities. Um, And so I was like, oh yeah, that is me. That makes sense. 
and I'm a visual guy. So like, yeah, that I love the analogy here. So my wife and her entire family are TNT short fuse, big boom, debris settles. Hey, we're good. Okay. I feel so much better after that. And they all do it. It's the big freak out. It's the big moment. It's the aggressive, like crying, yelling, screaming, ah, and then five minutes. I'm serious. They're all, Oh, we love each other. Everything's fine. Wow. My family, me and my father specifically do not operate that way mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> so my dad explained it and, and this is how I've tried to explain this to people, you know, um, as they get to know me is, is I'm like a nuclear warhead. There's a lot of things that need to happen to make that boom happen, right? There's a lot of things. It takes me a long time to get there. I don't have a short fuse. You know, there's, there's a sequence. There's multiple keys that have to be turned at the same time. Sure. You know, we have to have Congress and every, everybody's got to get before, before I get to this place, Jared's right? It's angry and it's an act of Congress. But then when that boom happens, there's fallout. Yeah. It, it's not five minutes later. It's, you know, radiation. we got radiation and, yeah. and then you got to deal with the radiation poisoning. Yeah. I hope you were in your shelter, buddy. Cause yeah. you know, and, and, and I recognize that's not the healthiest thing. Yeah. Can I just preface that? I recognize yeah. that. I okay. Um, however, it is a tendency. It's a natural tendency yeah. that I lean towards. I've been working on it, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not pretty. Me and my dad are both the same way. We, we're pretty patient as far as like when real anger things happen. You know, um, not like little annoyances, but like, yeah, I'm really mad. Yep. And then when I get to that place, I'm no longer thinking about, I don't, I don't think clearly anymore. Now I'm so trying to just stop after thinking. I'm no longer thinking. True. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. Because now I'm, now I'm trying to hurt you yeah. because I'm upset. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. And you need yeah. a diplomatic work of the UN to fix yes. relationships. Because and- I, because, and I, <laughs> and I had to realize that about myself because in the first couple of years with. Yeah. When me and my wife were married, it was it was rough, man, because yeah, we didn't yeah. know how to fight. And yeah. she would do her TNT boom, and we and, and we'd have fifteen of those happen where she would explode and then just be fine. I'm like, well, that's annoying. And then it would just it progressed and got worse that's and worse. Annoying. And then finally, I would just oh, <laughs> mushroom cloud, and she's like, what's happening? And I'm like, no, my goal is to make you cry now. Yeah. Jeez. And I listen. I know that's not good. We're much better now. And so we don't fight like that anymore. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. But the, this is this is a natural tendency that I deal with, and so I had to learn how to be angry with people. And usually, if I have conversations ahead of time and I don't wait and I don't let it get to that place of me just saying, "All right, well, I'm just being patient with them." It's like, no, let's talk about this now because if we don't, yeah. you yeah. know, there's gonna be you know, there's gonna be some problems later down the road. So. But I think that's important to recognize, recognize what your natural tendencies are. Yeah. 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 You know, if you, can, if you can pinpoint those things, because um, it's not always easy to judge yourself, yeah. you know, but if you can have somebody close to you look at you and be like, hey, this yeah. is how you handle confrontation. And, and, and you, yeah. need, you need to realize that everybody does it differently. Yeah. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a, like, there are two ways to fight. No, there right. are a million ways sure. to fight. And true relational growth with people teams where you can go accomplish things, you got to know your relationship. Mm -hmm. You got to know your people and you got to know how they fight, how they process. Cause otherwise you're going to be the person who's lighting their short fuse always. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there is a lot more that goes into that than like, Oh, we're just making shirts. Yeah. hundred percent. I Jared, the reason I wanted you to share because the visual I'm telling you it, it's going to help someone. It really is. And I, 
it, it was, well, here's the thing. I'm just like you, Jared. Like, that's the reason why it resonated with me so much because what did I do? I, guess what? I was building a freaking nuclear warhead. Yes. I, I was. Launch sequence was. Doing, oh, wait. Okay. Yep. I'm going to. Oh, yep. I'm going to add that because that's going to add some disaster. Mm -hmm. Add that, add that, and then boom, blow up. And that, that's why I relate so much. But that analogy is just, it, it really is. It's so good. So I promise I wasn't. <laughs> you guys have a Dunzo list? Here's Jared. What's that? You have a Dunzo list? Explain. Go like further. people you're donezo with. Oh, my to kill list. I'm just kidding. <laughs> to kill list. Wow. Speaking of atomic Hey, bombs. quick question. Just unrelated. I'm not on that list, am I? Just not that it matters. I just go to the, the Billy Madison. They would put the lipstick on. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I didn't even think about it. Fun fact. I rode in the elevator with Steve Buscemi one time when I was in New York City. No way. Yeah. Didn't that say a word so to cool. him, though. Didn't say anything. Sure. That's fine. I get that. Because I think that's annoying whenever, yeah. if yeah. I'm out to dinner with my wife and somebody's like, hey, dude, like your movies. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. So. Yeah, I, I actually really appreciate you sharing that because until this moment, I would not have been able to paint that picture for myself. Yeah. Mm. As that I am that person, too. Yeah. And my wife is much more like your wife yeah. in that it's, it's the TNT, it's the explosions and then it goes away and then it explodes and goes away. Yeah. And I fought against that for years unknowingly by always pushing for a conversation immediately. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't always help either. Sometimes there is time where you need a few minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. My wife That's, loves the quick conversation. She's like, let's fix it now. And I'm like, That's me. I haven't even processed it. Right. Right. Got to give wife. me a little bit. Yeah. And I think it's, and it's, it's easy for us to look at our, <laughs> sorry, guys, sorry, guys they're having a moment back there. We were, we're uh, yeah, we mean that we're husband and wife and more yeah, than totally. yeah. just, well, that's, what, but that's what I was about to say is it's easy to look at like our romantic relationships at home and, and apply these kind of things to that because it's the person we fight with the most, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but like, I mean, you can really apply these things to your work relationships yeah. and, and your, your professional relationships. Uh, because like we talked about last time, you see them more than anybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you spend more time at work than you do at home most of the time. Yep. Um, and so I, I think being able to recognize your natural tendencies and your coworkers, natural tendencies yeah. and, and just being aware mm -hmm. of that, you know, learn how to fight with your, with your coworkers, yeah. you know, or just make sure you're stronger than them. That's right. Gosh. Do you guys, uh, you know, the love language stuff, I'm mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That gets so focused on one type of relationship that we miss that yeah. that is like very true. And like, if you're there more than anywhere, where do you care almost most about feeling valued? Sure. And that's really what love languages are all about is how am I valued? Yeah. No, it's very true. Yeah. hundred percent. That just say so for the record, that is not a good book to do for pre-marriage counseling. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. In case you were wondering. Uh, Hold on, I want to know why because I, I actually enjoyed it. Okay, so uh, so <clears throat> yeah, there's got to be a story. All right, man. And deep. then I guess like, I don't know if I can get this afterwards one. because I have a. I, I kind of agree with you, okay. but I want to know why. Cool. Well, I kind of think they're both okay, wrong, so, so I'm curious. <laughs> we'll cool, see. cool, cool, perfect. <laughs> well, this uh, is getting super deep and super spiritual. So no joke. Uh, so my wife and I. Um, uh, I did not kiss my wife until our wedding day. Me too. 
and uh, he I just be, just just like two weeks before. But yeah, uh, <laughs> show offs. Uh, so, so here's the thing, because I was doing this like biblical thing called courting my wife, and I really uh, I had a not so fun past that I didn't want to start my marriage of now 12 years with my wife off on a bad foot. And so that was an area to where I needed to, I needed to hold myself accountable. Um, however, uh, my love language is physical touch. Watch out. Hmm. So uh, yeah. didn't know that until a few years into the marriage, but I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm a acts of service. If you, you know, oh, hey, babe, you did the dishes for me. Thank you. Or, oh, hey, babe, you did my laundry. Or, oh, thank you so much. That, that just fills my love tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell no, it didn't. <laughs> it did not. Oh, it did man. not. But my, my wife coming up to me at the end of the day and just giving me a hug. Yeah. Yep, yeah. that's all I needed. Mm-hmm. Like, I just needed, like, that's it. And so, you know... Uh, you know, you just have to, you know, like, especially, you know, just in the spiritual aspect of it, you know, I, I really, you know, I just wanted to honor my wife and not make past mistakes with my future wife. And so that's what I did. So it doesn't work real well unless that uh, is talked about very, uh, that point and physical touch and, and um hmm. Yeah, just knowing that, oh, that's a byproduct of after you get married. Yeah. And, and it goes mm. deeper. But or do you think it's that you just weren't real with yourself? Oh, probably a little of that, too. Yeah, shut up, Lake. I don't like that. I'm not, a, I'm not words of affirmation. Just shut the hell up, okay? <laughs> that is not what I wanted to hear in this moment. Yeah. I do not like that. I yeah. agree with that, though. That's, that was my whole, my concept or my thoughts behind it were, it's, it's valuable if you can be honest with yourself in that moment. And let's face it, most 20-year-olds probably can't. Yeah. Because we don't really know. Like at that point, I didn't know who I was. Yes. I didn't know everything about myself. I'm still learning all those things, right? Yeah. So that's why like starting out, it's good to know them. But I don't think it's, it's necessary to stick with it because it changes it does and that's that's the other aspect it's seasons of life exactly it it, that you know everything's a season it's like you know now it's like you know when my wife you know like it's changed like you know Mm -hmm. like the physical of course i love my wife kissing me hugging me and all of the above but man when she goes i trust you like I, you have this crazy business that's ever changing, changes how we, you know, our kid, you know, like everything's combined. I trust you as a leader. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm juiced. I'm, I'm good. Like, I, let's, let's go another day. Let's yeah. freaking go another step. Like, it doesn't matter because you said you trust me to be, a, be the provider over my family. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. It just changes over time. And, but again, they all work great. Mm-hmm. They all should be present, mm-hmm. right? But know which one is going to benefit in that season of life yeah. and do that as much as possible. Yeah. And if it changes, that also le- makes us stay accountable to like, not just thinking we understand. We love putting things in boxes. Yeah. That's the problem with the boxes is, you got into another box, but I've always believed that if I just 
give you chocolates every day as a gift. Yeah. You're going to love me. Yeah. It just doesn't fly. And it shouldn't because we're complex people who don't even understand ourselves. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like the, the, comp- the compartmentalizing aspect is, is, is typically a, a male thing. Um, it's sexist, but go ahead. Well, I'm just saying like, I just, it, it is though. I mean, like the way that the, the male brain works is like, you know, my wife, we talk about this all the time. Like I, I have very specific places for things yeah. in my brain and, and obviously I'm speaking in generalities. Obviously there's, yeah. you know, of course there's not a hundred percent guaranteed, but whatever. But, but my wife is like, she, she's like, my brain doesn't work that way. She doesn't have boxes for things. She doesn't have compartments for anything. Everything she described it to me, because for the longest time I was like, "Why can't you, we're not? That doesn't matter right now. We're not dealing with that right now." She's like, "But it, but it is affecting me right now." I'm like, yeah. but, but why? We're doing something else. And she had to explain to me. It's like, because like my brain and like my emotions and everything is like a big mixing bowl. It's just a mixing bowl of everything. Yeah, and good. so she was like, "So yeah, me being frustrated about." about something at work and being overwhelmed that the that the sink is full of dishes right now does not want to make me go to the bedroom and have sexy time. You know, she's like cuz it is all connected. Oh, yeah. You know, it's all connected. Right. And and I just never I couldn't understand that. I'm like, yeah. but that's the dishes can wait, babe. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's let's go to the bedroom. Let me show you how sexy time I, works. I got a I got a trick to show you, you know, <laughs> which is just me dancing, you know. <laughs> But it's just like that works. But the, but it, 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 for her, it was like it was yeah. such a dip, you know just learning how. And I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very curious how we went from hard conversations to other things that may be hard. Oh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know how we got it, but I'm just saying, you know. But 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 learning that like not everything. Everybody doesn't compartmentalize the way that you do. Yeah. Not everybody doesn't, yeah. you know, think about and process things the way that you do. Mm. Um, you know, I think that was a big thing for me in preventing me from going to that nuclear meltdown mode yeah. was learning that like, oh, not everybody yeah. has the same thought process. Yeah. And it allowed me to give a lot more grace to people mm. yeah. and not be so quick to like, well, you're done. Like you just, you're talking about that, that list. list, you know, <laughs> like, list, yes. cut off. I do have a cutoff limit. Yeah. Um, but like, oh, you got your tenth punch. You're yeah, out. it's more of a it's more of an investment thing for me though. Oh, yeah. It's it's like I we talked that. about we talked about the bank account thing before, like with sure. relationships and with work relationships. Because that was one of the things Jonathan was he was afraid of having that conversation with us. And I was like, dude, you've got you've got enough in the account that you can make some withdrawals here. Yeah, yeah. you know, you you've made some deposits and yeah. we got your back. Like we trust you. We know who you are. Right. We know your character. We know your personality. So you can make some withdrawals when you need to. Yeah, yeah. That's allowed. That's what brotherhood's about. That's right. That's what relationships are about. And uh, but I do have I do have a, a point where at some point I'm like, okay, this is no longer a good investment. Yeah. Yeah. And and it doesn't mean I don't like you as a person. Nope. It doesn't mean that I want bad things for you or that I'm even angry. Right. Yeah. It just means at this point in our lives, and I've had several friendships that have gone this way. Yeah. Some of my best friends growing up. Um, we're just no longer connected. Trust. Yep. And it's not because I yeah. hate you or anything like that. Just, brother, we've moved on. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's no longer a good investment of my time to continue right. to reach out for something that's just not reciprocated. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. fine. We can be there. I, I, I'm not upset about it. Right. Call it what it is, though. And let's just say we're going to invest our time into other places that are more important for us yeah. right now. Yep. And so I think that's important to know whenever you're dealing with relationships and stuff is that bank account. <laughs> That, you know, not that you should keep a ledger against all your friends, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, you have that, 
you have that back and forth, make sure you're making deposits too in those relationships. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Peter, I want you to touch base on like, like go over to that podcast in your guys' head of like some of those uh -oh. main points. Oh, Can you remember any? Um, uh, don't watch the video. <laughs> hard talks are hard, man. Hard talks are, are hard. so hard. Um, I, I vividly do recall the, the the beginning of it, talking about you know having a an issue on Thursday and saying you deal with it on Friday and then Monday. And I was really glad to hear that you dealt with it on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yep. Are you talking about our podcast? Yeah, just our like podcast, like. Uh, why is it, you know, making hard? Oh my God. Okay. Pull up their notes right I mean, here. I have it. I have it right here. So we've got all our notes because, you know, we. Yeah. We're nerdy that. and dirty. That's right. Super nerdy here. No. Uh, yeah. Just some of those points were just, there'll be good little quick add-ons and we can, we yeah. can wrap stuff up, but just. So. Just, yeah. One of the things that um, Blake, I'll let, I'll let Blake take one of them, but one of them for me that I brought up was you're going to survive this. Yeah. And that was something Blake had said, and it really resonated with me. Um, just, we've had a lot, my, my family and I, my wife and I have walked through a lot of shit this last year. The yeah. last 12 months have been a lot of hell. Yeah. Um, some of it unknown, some of it self-induced. Yeah. Um, just being real here. And we're still here. Yeah. We push through it. We survive through it, right? But our, our brains tell us that there's a stop. Our brains tell us that once we actually hit that moment and we bring this out in the light, our lives will be over and we're going to be done and that's it. And there's no seeing past it. Yeah. And you get to that point where you, you can't see past it then either. And all it does is continue to cripple you and cripple you and keep you from moving to that point. But you're going to get through it. Yeah. You will. I mean, you're here today, right? Yeah. Had that conversation. Jared's here. Corey's yeah. like, you guys are here. Yeah. You're growing. You're continuing. You're moving. That it's not going to be the end for you. Yeah. No, I, I think that's the only thing that kind of wraps it up is there is an end yeah. to all those things. And the monster tells you it's not, but there's an end. And as soon as you have the clarity, man, it just, it all feels so much better when you have clarity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to have had the talk. Just say, I'm talking to them Monday. Yeah. There's the end. Yeah. That, yeah. that did it. I really did. It was, I mean, they knew something was up, but like for me, it was like, oh, sweet. The tension is over. They didn't even know there was. I mean, they did. They knew something was going on with me, but they I didn't fill them in yet. And it, it wasn't even about them. It was yeah. about me. It was about some stuff I personally was dealing with because I got to talk with my bros. Yeah. We yeah. brought stuff to light and it was mm. it was awesome. It was yeah. That's good. And, and the thing is, is you were so, you were so nervous about having that conversation because you didn't want to have to have the conversation of, like you said, like, well, I got to go do part-time jobs or your money's tight right now. Yeah. You know, the, but the thing is like <laughs> that, that hasn't happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We haven't had that. Yeah. Money's tight, but we're finding, we're getting work in, we're taking yeah. care of business. We've just, we've had some crazy thing happens with our press. You know, it's yeah. like half operational right now. Oh, no. um, oh, and geez. it's just, just some things, you know, yeah. it's just, mm -hmm part of it just not um you know we don't some of it was self-induced <laughs> some yeah. of it was not yeah. you know yeah. some of it's just crap happens and just was yeah. what happened but we're we're working through that and trying to like so like we're not running super efficiently and mm -hmm. so like trying not to fall behind and then you know and we're always that are fighting our schedule that's just yeah. something we fight constantly yeah. um with the nature of what we're doing but um but even with all that stuff 
Yeah. Like hmm. we haven't missed any pay periods. We haven't, hmm. you know, it's yeah. always there. We always find a way to make that happen. Yep. And, uh, you know, a lot of that's been Jonathan making a lot of sacrifices over the last couple of years, making stuff happen and, yeah. you know, going out and doing other extra things. And, and, uh, but yeah, we're, once we had that talk, once we had that conversation, we instantly had plans. We instantly had, you know, plan of action that we put into place like that day, mm-hmm. um, that changed a bunch of the frustrations that could have led to resentments Yeah, that could have morphed into that, you know, anger and, you know, frustration. Yeah. There is, there is an aspect that I will say that I, I, maybe we haven't talked about and that's prepping for that hard talk. There is something I think you can do. I don't think coming up with everything you're going to say is the best thing, but I think the thing, the person who's going to give the hard talk needs to do is get real with themselves and stop talking here and start talking here out loud. And that Mm -hmm. sounds weird. I know that sounds like super woo woo, but when you go and you go, I am afraid I'm going to lose a friend. Yeah. I am afraid I'm going to lose a team. I am afraid that all the money's going to hit and I'm going to have to live out on the street with a sign asking for money and my kids are going to be there and they're not going to have an education because our minds go there here. Yes. Oh yeah. As soon as you say it here or you get someone you trust, who's not part of that hard situation and you say those things, it gets out of your head and you can just have that clarity to go into the conversation and you can even tell them, like sometimes I love when people say those things to me and they're like, Oh, I'm afraid they're going to say this. And, or I'm afraid they're going to do this. I always go tell them, mm-hmm. go tell them. I'm afraid you don't blah. Like we just had a, a issue between Pete and one of our other guys and we had to have another same page meeting. Yeah. And both of them at both times have said like, Oh, I just feel like this. And I go, I got a good idea. Just tell them. Just tell them that it sounds too simple to be true. Tell them, I feel like you don't trust me in this. Yeah. That's all you got to say. And then you just got everything out on the court. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really good too, because like, uh, so my wife, I'm using her as an example because that's a lot because that's the relationship that I'm most familiar with, (laughs) but she, you know, she is a verbal processor. Mm. And, and there's been multiple times while I was saying it's important to learn how to fight, you know, it's important to learn how to, how to fight with, with your, with any relationship, you know, that you're going to have is that she had to learn that about herself. Mm. She didn't know she was a verbal processor. Mm -hmm. So she would sit there in her mind and she's pretty analytical. And so she would just dig into every possible scenario Mm -hmm. and go to the worst places. Yep. And everything was going to fall apart. Like anytime we had an argument, it's like, he's going to leave. He's going to you know, divorce me. You know, it's just like, none of those were possibilities at the time. I am just, your wife, by she, the way. Yeah. I know I'm your wife. <laughs> I was gonna say, you, yeah. It sounds like my wife too. Yeah. She just, she would, she would go to that. She would go Whoa. to that place. Yeah. Just instantly the yeah. worst. And then, yeah. and it could be about anything. Yeah. And then she, she now learned that half the time when she says things out loud, she goes, oh, I don't feel like that. Right. Mm. And it blew my mind whenever she explained that to me. She's like, I learned that like if I said it out loud, if I heard myself say it, mm-hmm. then I would say, well, hold on. That's not how I feel. Yeah. She's like, and half the time I'll laugh at myself because she's just like, I don't feel that way. Yeah. Why was I thinking that? Oh my gosh. And Your I wife was, and I, let's, I feel like I met my sister. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. And so, I mean, it just, you know, it's kind of a funny thing. Yeah. It's just like some people yeah. process that way. Some yeah. people need to like write things down make yeah. lists of things yeah. and then you know um you know just you gotta figure out what your process is but mm-hmm. i think but yeah yeah i think everybody everybody lies to themselves in their brain 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. We all have this story that we tell ourselves and whether it's a verbal processing or a written processing or something else, there is, there is that lie that you tell yourself. Because I know for me, my, I had a meeting to go to last week and I hyped myself up for like crazy. Like, I mean, I was, I was sitting there worried. And I was like, did I leave too much time? Did I not leave enough time? Mm. Did I, are we going to all show up and nobody's going to talk and we're just to stare at each other. Mm. Right. And none of those things happened. Uh, right. But I had a nice 40 minute drive to think about every single one of those things. Oh, yeah. Right. And mm. the reality is it was a, a great meeting. It was just enough time. We all spoke. We all had a great time. We all learned. Yeah. We all grew a little bit. And it was, it was awesome. I'm not a, I don't feel that I'm a verbal processor. I feel that I am something else. I don't know yet. Yeah. Still working on that one. Still figuring that out. Yeah. That's I'm not right. a, I'm not necessarily a verbal processor. Like it doesn't change, uh, it, like me hearing me say it doesn't change my mind. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I internalize a lot. Like I think a lot. Um, and I'll like, I'll go over the conversations a lot like I think that's how I process you do that too? like I practice yeah. the conversation like I practice what I'm going to say and what they're going to say in every scenario uh, all of them yes. and yeah. to see which one and how Is I would the answer worst? it yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah, I prepare yeah. for yes yeah. so I'm the spaghetti person your wife and I are the spaghetti people we're yes. just we throw a whole bunch on the wall and we see if it sticks and that's yeah. when we know it's right yeah <laughs> yeah that makes sense uh, apparently that's the wrong way to make spaghetti I learned uh, no, it's not. <laughs> you learned incorrectly. Well, if you talk to Italians who make uh, pasta. Oh, I don't way, think they, they know anything, anything about pasta. <laughs> Italians. They'll tell you. They'll, they'll tell you that's the worst way. And they'll. How dare you? Yeah. I've already got the shirt open. How dare yeah. you? <laughs> the shirt's been open this entire this time. time. I, know, I love it so much. It's great. Uh, Corey's. That's gonna be a thumbnail for sure. Yes. Um, awesome guys. <laughs> this has been so good. Uh, it's naturally telling me not see, to though. See. <laughs> it's Stop it. Two o'clock. Yep. Nice. Uh, hour and a half podcast. This one's a banger. I uh, hope you guys, yeah, learned a lot about all of our wives. And, uh, <laughs> Basically, that was what, so this yes. was a therapy session for us, right? Yeah. I think that's what we just did. Freaking. Uh, yeah. Hope you got something out of it, at least. Yeah. No, it, but, the, the good thing is it, it translates to everything, your business, your employees, your yep. friends, your family, all of it. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, it's been good. Um, again, check out Ridgeline Leadership Podcast. They got the visual and the audio. Um, mm -hmm. It's so cool that they're electrical company and what they talk about. It, it's just life. It's the same thing. We're a screen printing company. We're a lot of things. We're just talking life here, people. Uh, these are these scenarios can happen in every situation, every job. Um, hope it's helping. Yeah. Peter, Blake, thank you guys. Yeah, thanks for having it. us. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Had a blast. Great insight from you guys, and it's always a pleasure hanging out. For sure. Love you guys. See you on the next one.